And on the phone with me from the uh, Forest Service, it's Jamie Oley. Jamie, good morning. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. We are into, well, Labor Day's over, the unofficial end of summer, but uh, still have some very active fires. Can you give us an update? Sure. Yeah, locally we still have the Peeps Lake Fire, which is burning in the Three Sisters Wilderness on the Willamette National Forest, just adjacent to the Deschutes National Forest. Uh, This fire started by lightning on August 25th and is currently estimated at about 324 acres. Now, I understand that fire crews were sent to the Bensel Fire, too. That's what, over by Hermiston? Yeah, I think that did occur over the weekend. Locally here, we didn't see too much activity over the the Labor Day weekend, but it is a good reminder that fire season isn't over yet. All right, so what cautions do we still need to take? Because when we're not breathing the smoke and we're not feeling the heat, sometimes it can be out of sight, out of mind. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, it's easy to get complacent, especially with weather like we saw over this weekend, which was a little bit wetter and a little bit cooler. But we are expected to warm back up this week moving into next. And so it's a good reminder for folks that we are still very much in public fire use restrictions. And so that means currently those campfires are only allowed in designated developed campgrounds. I know it's tempting when it's, you know, those temperatures that are reaching down into the 30s and we're seeing some overnight recoveries that, you know, make it a little bit chillier. But Again, it's really important that we follow those public fire use restrictions as things are still dry out there. We haven't really seen that, you know, typical season-ending event that we like to call it where we get a lot of rain or we start to see snow move in. We're still a few weeks out yet from that kind of event happening. And here locally in Central Oregon, you know, we're still seeing a significant number of human-caused starts over lightning-caused starts. That's been a trend that we've seen all summer, and it still holds true. On the Deschutes National Forest, we're up to 67 human-caused starts versus 30 lightning cause starts. So that's a, a quite a few number of fires that could have been prevented. What about, uh, this is getting close to woodcutting season. Folks are going to want to be getting out and getting their wood. What are the restrictions right now regarding that? Yeah, well, the good news is we're still in an IFPL2, Industrial Fire Precaution Level 2. So that means that folks are still able to get out, get that wood cutting done. It just needs to be conducted between the hours of 8 a.m. and 1 p.m. and then followed by a one-hour fire watch. So folks are still able to get out, get their wood, get prepared for winter, um, just doing so in a careful, careful manner. Okay. Um, Also, uh, coming up on the 20th of this month, you still have, you have a... uh higher event. Tell us about that. Yeah, so it's that time of year where we actually start looking for hiring firefighters for the following summer, so our 2024 fire season. So we have a unique opportunity uh, this fall to actually have an in-person hiring event for some of those entry-level GS3, GS4 positions here locally. So if folks are interested and think that maybe wildland firefighting is a career they'd like to pursue, we highly encourage you to come on September 20th to our Deschutes National Forest Supervisor's Office located here in Bend at 63095 Deschutes Market Road. We'll have folks on site from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. There'll be our local fire staff that'll be the ones that are actually conducting the hiring. So it's a great opportunity for folks to come by, chat with folks that are already doing this work, what it takes to get into it, and help, you know, with that resume piece as they uh, fill out their applications. And all of the applications go through online at usajobs.gov. So 
even if you can't make the hiring event, we encourage you to apply online there. Those jobs are currently open and will close September 29th. And the jobs that are open online are not just these entry-level GS3 and GS4 positions, but they go up all the way to our GS9 position. So if you're already in FIRE looking to maybe make a switch to a different position, now is the time to get online and see what might be open for application. Can you give me some specific examples of some of the openings you've got? Yeah, so we have a wide variety of firefighting positions here in Central Oregon. Um, everything from, you know, being on a fire engine or hand crew. We have a couple of interagency hotshot crews here. And then we're also fortunate that we sit in the backyard of the Redmond Air Center. So that opens some unique opportunities that not a lot of locations have, like our smoke jumpers. And we also have some aerial delivered firefighters that sit out of Prineville, our repellers. So these are lots of unique positions. Um, and, you know, there's also support positions that maybe aren't right directly on the fire line, but doing things that are critical to help those folks uh, that are. So we have things like our uh, interagency cash, which, which sits in Redmond, and that supplies all the different types of things that a wildfire incident might need, from hoses to pumps to chainsaws, whatever you might need when you're on a fire. It comes through that uh, department there. We also have an air tanker base here locally as well, which is pretty unique. And so definitely need a lot of staff there to help keep that operational. So whatever you might be interested in, there might be a niche and, and a position open for you here in Central Oregon. I noticed in some one of the categories is permanent seasonal. What is that? Yeah, great question. So these are permanent positions and then with a guaranteed number of pay periods. So typically we have what's called an 18 and 8 or a 13 or 13. And so that would be 18 pay periods on guaranteed and then perhaps eight pay periods off. But there is typically some flexibility there. And certainly if there's a longer fire season um, and a longer need, your season might be extended longer than that. But you're guaranteed that minimum of 18 pay periods. So for a rookie, somebody who's not been in fire service before, any prerequisites you're looking for? So for those, uh, you know, entry-level GS3, GS4 positions, these are for folks right out of the gate. You don't need any firefighting experience. There's not a lot of prerequisitions for those positions. It's more just, you know, the willingness to, you know, do a pretty arduous job and, you know, take those, you know, steps to get introduced to wildland firefighting and what that looks like and, you know, be prepared to spend, you know, those 14 days away from home and, you know, really doing the tough, arduous work of being a wildland firefighter. How does uh, this year compare to uh, recent years as far as the uh, number of fires we've had? You know, locally here, it's been a relatively uh, quiet year, a, a decrease in acreage, you know, from some of our previous years past. But, you know, our firefighters here, while they may, you know, have a little bit of a lighter season here, are still going out and supporting other incidents across the Pacific Northwest and even nationally. And in this case, this year, internationally, quite a few of our folks have made it up to Canada to help support those efforts there. So while it has been a little bit on the quieter side here, certainly those folks have been just as busy supporting our neighbors across the board. So between now and, uh, well, the start of next month, we're still, all the month of September, we're still tinder dry conditions, right? Yeah, there's not, you know, predicted in the forecast, at least at this point, that kind of season-ending event, like I mentioned, heavy rain, snow, anything like that. So it's a good reminder that people need to stay vigilant, you know, again, following those public fire use restrictions and taking measures to prevent sparks. So whether that's, you know, not parking or driving on dry vegetation, uh, if you're towing a trailer, making sure that that chain is secure, and really being mindful while you're out and about that things are still really dry. All right. Anything else, Jamie? 
I don't think so. Thank you so much for having me today. Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate the call. Jamie Ole with the Forest Service here at FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.